Welcome to the Stronger With Us podcast, where we talk about all different kinds of topics from fitness, health, mental health, and more. I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Stronger With Us podcast, formerly known as Powerhouse Academy. This is Jody, and I'm here with my husband, Tyler. Hello, everybody. And uh, we decided to rebrand and relaunch. We accidentally really enjoyed doing the podcasts together. So we um, we just went ahead and decided to rebrand it, and here we are. Yeah, I'm really excited to be a fully functioning part of the podcast and just kind of working with you with going over different topics, talking about different things. I think it was really fun, and um, yeah, really excited to get started. Absolutely. So... As some, we I mean, we might have some new listeners on here. So, like I said, my name is Jody. I am a fitness professional. I currently run our CrossFit Kids program at CrossFit Warrior Eagle, and I'm soon to be taking over our cross training classes. Um, my husband is a subs- is a addictions professional, um, has been for roughly seven or eight years, and is now also a fitness professional for about the last four. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a little bit about us, and we know quite a bit about a lot, (laughs) especially when it comes to the personal development space. So we're just here to uh, encourage and chat people and chat with people. Absolutely. And yeah, all that kind of stuff. Do you want to talk about our topic today? Sure. So the first topic that we kind of wanted to talk about was... Uh, a little bit about a topic that I think is kind of on everybody's mind, um, talking about worry. And what we really wanted to call it, I think about was, uh, don't get a PhD in worry or worrying. Um, I think that's a really interesting topic, especially for the times that we're in. Uh, and something that uh, is on a lot of people's minds is a constant uh, that it's on a lot of people's minds. Yes, definitely. So... Why I thought, well, hmm, why I thought this was important was because I think it's something that a lot of people do anyway, and they do when they have more time, especially, and I think social media is fueling this a lot. I think the media in general is fueling this a lot. So the first thing I just wanted to discuss was the definition of worry. This is just a general definition. Literally, I picked up my phone and I was like, hey Siri, what's the definition of worry? And this is what she told me. She said, to give way to anxiety or unease that allows one's mind to dwell on difficulty or unease. So it's literally, think about maybe like a hamster wheel and that hamster is just running in circles in the same place, or even like somebody running on a treadmill, and they're not really going anywhere. The speed might change. In the case of a treadmill, the um, the angle might change. Duration of time might change. But the fact remains that either the hamster or the person doesn't really get anywhere with what they're trying, uh, with what they're thinking about, not even what they're trying to achieve, because worry doesn't achieve anything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, to a certain aspect as well, it, worry is very much like complaining. We get stuck in the negative mindset and it just keeps rolling on, just like you said. So one of the things that I've noticed with worry is that worry and complaining live in very similar camps with each other. 
there's a lot of, they're maybe not the same definition, but they have so many of the same characteristics. They both have the characteristic that, number one, it doesn't accomplish anything. They also share the characteristic of the fact that it's very contagious. Have you guys ever had a conversation with someone who was really worried about something? In fact, I will take a very real world situation right now with the masks. The media, the CDC, the WHO, all these, all these big names that we hear, you know, recommended all of a sudden that we wear these masks. And all of a sudden you see everybody or the majority of everybody start to wear them. And I was scrolling through social media and then I started to see healthcare professionals and other people share articles and talk about dangers in wearing the masks themselves. The, the, the problems that the masks can create, whether that be holding germs by your face or becoming ineffective after a certain amount of time or like all of these things like I read an article where somebody got in a car accident because their mask was so thick and it was so hot that they actually passed out at the wheel. These are all things that had never <laughs> occurred to my brain that would even be a thing that would happen. This is not a for or anti argument about the mask. So try to see through to the point of just the fact like I had never at any point even considered worrying about, well, wait, what if a mask isn't in my best interest? <laughs> I hadn't even thought about it. So like now I'm worried about this thing that I didn't even know was a thing I should be worried about. And like how often does that happen? And it's, it's contagious. My point is, is worry itself is contagious, just like complaining is contagious. If you hang out with somebody all day at work or one of your friends or one of your family members and they are an avid complainer, chances are, like if they're, they've been complaining all day about the weather or whatever the case may be, all of a sudden, like those complaining thoughts, those seeds are planted in your mind. So the next time you're even relatively uncomfortable with the weather, the first thing you wanna vocalize is that complaint and it might not even be something that you typically default to yeah absolutely i mean at the end of the day it, it doesn't accomplish anything is really i think what you're getting at it, it worry doesn't accomplish anything towards moving us towards or away from anything it just keeps us in this cycle of, of stuckness the pool of negative feelings mm -hmm. um yeah i mean i guess that's just kind of like wallow around in this like feeling not really getting anywhere so the second point that we're really talking about when it comes to worry is instead of focusing on the worry focusing more on what the outcome can be from that so what i mean by that is if we're focused on you know, all this worry and it forces us to freeze to not make a decision it doesn't do us any good it keeps us stuck in a situation so if we then, instead of flip that focus onto what the outcome can be and how we can change that outcome to make it something that we're not as worried about or something we don't have to worry about, we can really move ourselves to do whatever it is that needs to be done. Say, for instance, if we're worried about, uh, you know, in, in these kinds of times, again, uh, worried about going to the store. So instead of worrying about it and sitting on the couch and not leaving the house, and not getting, say, the groceries that you need, you can 
like most people have been adapting to, uh, getting groceries delivered or going to a store that's safer or going at a time that's safer, making an actionable plan for an outcome so that it is less likely to drive that worry and less likely to keep us stuck in whatever that situation is to continue worrying about. It gives us a solution. So to tie in with what you're saying, one of my favorite visuals for myself, because I'm a very visual learner and I'm very creative, so my imagination like draws pictures to things. And when I think about when I sit in worry, it literally reminds me of what a riptide is in the ocean and getting caught in that. It's a very strong pull that literally drags you down to the ocean floor. So if you think of the riptide itself as being worry, that emotion worry, it catches you. It's very, very strong and it's only going to pull you down into more negative feelings, whether that be depression, anxiety, a coupling of both of them, or aggravating some other mental health issue that you might be struggling with. Um, I know people up north often struggle with seasonal depressive disorder so all of these things like when you stay in that emotion of worry it is going to exacerbate those problems so when you think of well how do you get out of a riptide most I would say lifeguard professionals would say you need to swim out of it so you don't necessarily fight the current head-on you just start to slowly swim out of the riptide so eventually you can break away from it. And you can do that in small steps. Earlier, um, Tyler and I were talking about people that might be worried about their health in these times. And that, that is a very current, very smart concern to have. But even like right now today, if you're worried about like, what if I catch this, this virus and, you know, what if I catch it? Like, how is my body going to handle it? Am I going to end up in the hospital? You know, all am I going to give it to my family? The best thing you can do is right now start an actionable plan. Like, go outside and go for a hard jog for 30 minutes. Because what does that do? That strengthens your lungs and your immune system. It gets you outside, breathing fresh air. Those are all things that combat not only worry and depression and all those negative things, but also put you in a step closer to that fitness, to that health. And if you do catch it, the stronger your lungs are, the more, the more um, efficiently your body can fight that virus off. You know, you can even make better decisions with the nutrients that you're putting in your body. Eat more fruits that are high in vitamin C. Eat lots of chicken, which is known to have like positive effects on the immune system. Eat more um, garlic and more onions, which are known to be good for the heart and the lungs. Make choices that get you out of the point. So when your brain starts to go, I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried, you can go in your own self, in your own power, say, you know what? I'm not going to worry about this because I am already taking the steps I need to take to be the most empowered I can be, to be the safest I can be right now. So that is, that is like a big point that I wanted to like bring out here with the outcome of worry is worry itself is not a good emotion, but you can use that worry, catch it and turn it into something really positive that's going to make you a stronger human being. Absolutely. Well, and that kind of leads us into our next point with talking about releasing it. We have to figure out a way to, uh, once we have 
done the actionable steps that we can do. So we've had the worry. We've come up with the actionable steps that we can do. Next part is we have to figure out how to release it. Um, there's all kinds, and I'm sure everybody has heard of this, uh, different negative effects that stress has, that a worry, anxiety has on the body. And the longer that that stress and worry and anxiety is present, the worse those health effects are um, to our physical and mental health. So the longer that we hold on to these things, the longer that we worry about stuff, the more it affects us. So if we don't get to that point where we release it and can release it, it's going to negatively affect us. So we have to t think about what these long-term effects are so that we can counteract them and not allow them to continue to control us. Definitely. I mean, a good way just to relate to release negative emotions in general is um, journaling, meditation. A lot of you guys, like, I mean, that's not, those aren't new concepts, but the reason why they're so important, and I think this part gets skipped sometimes when people recommend those things, is that, like, the power of a thought only holds that, thought, that, that power when it's in your brain and not released. So as soon as you speak that thing that you're so worried about or, you know, you, re you release it, you let it out, it instantly will lose power because it's no longer just in your head playing on it and making it, making the mountain out of the mohill, so to speak. Um, there, there's power in letting it go. There's power in picking up the phone and telling your best friend, you know what, I am so, so, so worried about this and I don't know what to do. And letting that friend put their own spin on it in a positive way. That's why it's really important to have a strong circle, but that's a different topic for a different podcast. Go to be, have discernment on who you speak to and what you speak about, but don't just sit on your negative thoughts and emotions and worries because that's where they get to be big scary monsters. <laughs> but worry and stress and anxiety literally, literally affect the direct immune system. So it is more important than ever for us to be able to catch those thoughts and retrain them so that we can feel better. And right now, that's a challenge to do anyway when we're all locked up in our houses. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Don't be a worrywart. <laughs> So guys, that's pretty much the end of it. Um, like we both said, and we kind of gave you guys some tools already, but just really be vigilant on your mind and your heart when you start to meditate on things that you're worried about. Catch and redirect those thoughts. There's a thousand great podcasts, of course, including this one, to listen to. There's a million influencers on social media platforms that always have a positive word to say. And sometimes you don't need to turn to anything. Sometimes you need to unplug everything and either do something around your home or like I said, meditate or find a project to get involved with, you know, reach out to people in your circle, your communities, your church, church family maybe, or whatever that might be for you. And um, just empower yourself to be happy. Absolutely. All right. Well, we will catch you next time, guys, next Monday. And uh, until then, stay well, stay strong. <laughs>